0: You know, we've talked about policies and particularly crime policies, soft on crime policies. And this is something that we have seen time and time again, uh, especially from many soft on crime DAs across this country. Uh, Alvin Bragg in New York. Uh, you see the guy in San Francisco. Remember, he got recalled. Uh, what about also Philadelphia and certainly George Gascone in California? And tomorrow there will be a parole hearing. It will be the ninth for a man who was convicted of killing many people, including two precious lives, a beautiful 18-year-old Kathy Lacourt and also her boyfriend. It happened in 1976. And the killer of these two precious people, Richard Johnson, is now up for parole, for again, as I mentioned, the ninth time the hearing is tomorrow, and each time the LaCourt family comes to show support for their beautiful sister and daughter, and also her boyfriend, and also so many others speaking out for justice to make sure that this guy stays behind bars. And joining us now here on the Rita Cosby Show, and this case is very personal to me, everybody. Um, Ken LaCourt. Uh, is a friend of mine for many years, a colleague and a great media executive, um, somebody that I've known for decades and never knew this story until just recently about his incredible sister, Kathy. And Ken Lacourt joins us now here on the show. Ken, it's great to have you here. Thank you, Rita. You know, it, it breaks my heart to hear uh, what you went through. And I want to have you first sort of share the story, sadly, if you can take us back uh, to what happened on February eleventh, nineteen seventy six? If you could,
1: you, you know, I I was just twelve years old at the time. My my sister was eighteen. Uh, we were we lived in a, a suburb of Los Angeles, a little place called Arcadia. She and her boyfriend went up for a hike in the mountains above there. They drove up, in his uh, he had one of those VW vans from back then. Uh, on the way back from their hike, where where they had parked in in a turnout, they they'd run into a man who had never met him before. He um, he had a rifle. He uh, he had actually just freshly come for a few months before from killing somebody else in in, in Missouri. He was kind of a nascent th- serial killer. Uh, tied them both up, bound them in the back of their ba- van, and and shot them both to death. Um, obviously, just kind of a horrific a horrific family event, a horrific event for for many many families and many people involved. We uh, he was caught about five months later because he had talked to his wife and then he was taking shots at her. And so she uh, she reported him to the police. He got convicted in uh, late 1976 and he got the death penalty times, two. Um, but, you know, the 70s and, and, and early 80s were a lot like now. We got a call five years later from the detective who worked on the case saying he's up for parole.
0: Five years so later, literally. Ken, five years after two counts, two first degrees. I,
1: and 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 given the death penalty times two, but the, you know it's like once the politicians start playing and the, the professionals take over and nobody's looking, then uh, the death penalty was overturned by the Supreme Court, and then two became two consecutive not consecutive but concurrently, and uh, they called it life in California, but you were up for parole in five years, so. Every single time my family has gathered petitions, have have gotten letters, sent them into the parole board. You know, let let them know that we are watching them at least from now on. And you know, we went through you know twenty ish years at least of of it got better. Um, um, we got three strikes in California. We were we got some rights at the parole board. We had to fight to get in the first time. Now there's a now it's it's, it's a law that allows families to go there and to speak at these. And, but then over the last 10 years, we're starting to see just so many things reverse. Uh, they have a parole thing for old guys. Well, and then they define old as being 50 years old. They, um, they've loosened up so many standards. And you mentioned Gascon, uh, who's the, the county district attorney in Los Angeles. He's the latest shoe to drop. Um, we used to go and have. You know, you you go into a small room. This year it'll it'll be on 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 Zoom. You go into a small room. The guy is there. He's got. There's a guard. He's got his lawyer. There's a couple of uh, two two parole officers, hearing officers, and and a prosecutor who goes through the past case and and has his uh, has his record in 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 jail and and all of those things. Well, Gascon said no more. He's not sending any uh, of, uh, not allowing any of the district attorneys to go to these hearings. So not only do we not kind of have somebody on the prosecution side or the side that's looking at the law and saying here's why he should stay in, we also have uh, have no access to files like the 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 investigative files or his prison records because another one of these DAs, um, you know, who came in on the wrong side, it seems like. And uh, and that's what we're stuck with. So we've watched that whole pendulum in California swing from awful to decent, back to awful again.
0: Wow. It, it must be heartbreaking, Ken, seeing this firsthand. And just like you said, we're all seeing this across the country, the pendulum swinging. The other thing, too, this guy, uh, Richard Johnson, um, he has never shown any, it seems like, any regret or any remorse um, did he ever say he was sorry? Did he ever apologize? You know, he he he
1: not not really. No, I, I, the best I think he got was you know it shouldn't have happened. Over the years, his story morphed from I have amnesia. That was his first couple ones. To nope, wasn't me. To um, um, now it was a robbery gone bad, pretending like they had a thousand dollars and he just noticed it. You know, he's he's always tried, tried to minimize that. Um, he had um, he had been a in 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 St. Louis, Missouri, who has another woke prosecutor out there. He had he had been a um, an apartment complex manager, and he raped and killed one of the gals who lived there stabbed her seven times after after she was largely dead because because the wounds hadn't blood. And there's another couple unsolved murders out there of similar M.O.s that nobody's followed up on it. He just really, I think, like killing women, uh, especially. Um, And and I think my my sister's boyfriend just kind of got in the way.
0: You know what? It is so heartbreaking. And and thank goodness um, the wife of him, you know, his uh, who tipped authorities and Uh, made that call and like broke the case. Thank goodness. uh And then I understand what then they went and did a search At um, his home, they found a rifle that was connected to the killing um, of your sister and her her boyfriend, and that's how they forensically also put it together. Um, Yeah. What can people do who are listening? How can they get involved and try to help you to make sure that this guy stays behind bars forever, as he should?
1: I appreciate that. Look, uh, this is our uh, last—literally, it's happening in 12 hours. Uh, We do have a, a, uh, what do you call this, change.org petitions up. And if somebody types in stopaparole.com, it'll forward up to that change.org. They can sign it. They can write a letter to the board, which we'll we'll forward up to them. And then I'll let let people know that way what what happens tomorrow.
0: What is your message to also Los Angeles, Ken? Um, You know, because, of course, as you brought up, uh, they will be listening. The parole board will be uh, deciding tomorrow via Zoom. Um, What is your message to them? You know, Rita. It, you know, for me personally, it's
1: it's and my family. It's kind of beyond sadness. I mean, my sister's been gone for most of my life. I, you know, I knew her when I was twelve, and I'm you know I'm in my fifties now. The the, the the message is is that that the government isn't always on our side when it comes to one of the very very basic things of keeping people safe and and keeping you know literally serial murderers in prison. I mean, they are letting out first degree murders in California they are emptying a lot of the prisons and, and the whole concept of, well, the system must be racist. So let's, let's reduce all crimes is, is it's going to end up with other people dying and, and making your, your County and your life a worse place to live.
0: Um, Real quick, tell us about your sister, your memories too, of Kathy, um, a beautiful young woman, 18 years old, um, you know, killed uh, so early on. Um, Obviously, just tell us about who she was as an amazing person. You know, it's
1: it's 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 uh, that's a, that's an interesting question because I've I've done a few of these interviews and nobody's asked me that. Um, uh, you know, I was 12 years old. You know, she was she was she was my big sister. We probably fought as much as we had fun because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just of that like kind of obnoxious age. With uh, w- you know, when you're when you're six years younger than than, than your older sister. But um, um, she was a beautiful gal. She 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 had a terrific sense of humor. We did a lot of outdoor things together. She was, and then in the last couple of years of her life, she she got involved in a church that that kind of became her life, uh, and you know, and 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 that was hugely important to her. And the most interesting thing that that we heard from her death came from the coroner, who said she didn't have any adrenaline in her system and because of that they actually figured that it was somebody she knew and that they knew and for the you know while this guy was missing they 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 assumed that this was some type of love triangle or something cuz cause, cause, you know attractive young 18 year old girl with boyfriend but the fact that she was calm enough in being bound up in that situation said uh, it was something very comforting for us
0: absolutely well your sister is um above in heaven saying Thank you, brother, and to your family. Everybody still fighting for justice for her and for really all Americans. Um, we are with you, Ken Lacourt, and we pray that you get good news tomorrow and that this monster stays behind bars. Again, everybody, go to stopaparole.com. parole dot com. You'll see there's a change dot org petition, and it talks about this guy, Richard Johnson, who again is up for parole in a matter of hours. And um, Ken Lacourt, we love you. I've known you for years. Thank you so much for joining us. And we Thank pray that you. you get good news tomorrow. Good luck tomorrow.
1: Thank you, Rita. I certainly appreciate
0: it. Thank you very, very much.
1: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime.